It's Tuesday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Chris Hogan. Stevie is with us in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hi, Stevie. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, thank you. How can we help? Well, my question is regarding choosing a financial partner looking towards marriage. Okay. So currently I'm in... A, a serious relationship, you know, we're both pursuing a longer goal, but I've noticed some things that are red flags, I would say, and I'm not sure if I'm being overcritical in it or just being attentive to the situation. Hmm. So this individual, for instance, um, there are a couple examples I can give. One of them is if we were to both go out to a restaurant, this person's been unemployed for the past nine months, you know, they will order the most expensive item on the menu every single time when they are being paid for, but when it's my turn to pay, you know, it's, I always pick the cheapest, keeping in mind the fact that we're both students and I'm also working currently. Mm. The second example would be he just graduated and he took two months to get persuaded into looking for jobs seriously. And now that he's found one within three days, he's already considering quitting me. It just seems a bit of a red flag. Stevie, how long have you all been together? Uh, about eight months. How okay. old are you guys? I'm sorry, what was that? How old are you guys? I am 27, and he is about to be 26. Okay. Stevie, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I think I don't. I think whenever you have those red flags and and these things that you're you're talking about and looking at, these are things that I think there are probably more. Uh, that you could allude to if we really pressed and talked. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you're probably dealing with someone that's not motivated. Um, and mm-hmm. this, to me, could sound like it could end up being a project for you later in life on many other fronts. Um, I, I, I would move on. I really and truly would. Uh, because you want someone that, that's, that's, that's equal with you, that wants to chase and conquer and work together as a team. Right now in the rowboat, you're the person that's rowing and he's relaxing. And, and I don't think that that's the kind of life you want long term for you and your, and, and your own legacy. Yeah. And also it's a concern too. Um, when a lot of people hear my major, they're like, oh, you're going to make money. But they don't realize the investment that's gone into it. And the work that's gone behind, like funding my own education. Yeah. Well, you're a driven person. You're motivated. You've got things that you want to accomplish. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with allowing this individual to be a good friend. Uh, but I, I would move on if I were you. I think you've seen enough red flags to let you know something's not quite right here. You know, sometimes, you. sometimes a way to... Uh, it's a little tough for us in a two-minute radio call to dictate the next decade of your future with a relationship situation, but uh, a couple things pop into my mind just hearing your story and listening to you. Uh, there's no question you're a very goal-oriented person. You have a lot of initiative and a lot of drive, mm-hmm. and so you're, you're and you're self-aware enough to know I could be overly concerned about this. I could be a little bit legalistic about it. And that's good to worry about that a little bit to, to, to be, you know, to on your part. You don't want to be a you don't want to be a jerk on every little mm-hmm. detail, right? But the things that you, the second thing that you mentioned, um, unemployed for nine months, finally does get a job, 
uh, and then immediately hates the job and wants to quit. Uh, you know, it just it, that one sounds a lot more serious than just the the price of your entree. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, the the lack of manners around ordering the expensive thing when you're not paying manners. I mean, if you if if we told somebody not to get married based on manners, I, I, Sharon wouldn't have ever married me. I didn't have any manners. Still don't have a lot, but she's taught me a few. Um, but the uh, um, finally figured out which fork and all that stuff. But the uh, but uh, the, the, so one two two things pop into my head that I always think of when I'm in situations like yours. Um, three things. I had another one pop into my head. One is a buddy of mine says when there's something bothering you down inside, when your spirit is disturbed, there's a reason. And your spirit's disturbed, and that's why you called. And you're just looking for someone to confirm to you that mm-hmm. it's okay to have a disturbed spirit. And he always says, when in doubt, don't. So if a deal feels funny, if I'm working on a business deal or a client, and it feels funny, there's a reason it feels funny. There's something really going on there, you know? And that's not, that is not to be discounted um and and so that that concerns me about your situation uh the second thing is there's a book that my friend henry cloud did called necessary endings when do you end a relationship of any kind when do you end a relationship where you you, like you say i'm going to quit a job Mm -hmm. or i'm going to do a breakup or i'm going to end a marriage or i'm going to end this friendship when do you end a relationship it is when you lose hope that the thing of concern is never going to get any better. Hmm. And the, the, the character qualities that you've, lack of character that you've outlined falls in that category. Hmm. And so when in doubt, don't. And then the last thing that popped into my head was this. Ask yourself, because you're wise beyond your years. 15, 20 years from now, your teenager girl your teenage daughter is sitting in front of you, and she asks you this exact question. What are you going to tell her about this boyfriend? Mm. And that one, that may end it for him. <laughs> no. I mean, because that... Uh, he may be done when you ask Yeah, I mean, that, that pulls yourself out of the middle of it, and now you're looking and talking to someone you love. In other words, it, does the 35-year-old you yeah. have respect for the 27, 26-year-old you? Wow. Uh, when you look back and you go, whoo, dodged a bullet on that one, or, hey, I'm glad I didn't overreact to that's a right. couple of little things. That's right. That's a good one. One of the two ways is No, okay. that's a great perspective. And just back up from it a little bit. And uh, so th- those are three things that I use. I look for that kind of a thing hmm. and, and say, you know, long term, am I going to be glad I did this? Right. Because if you back off and say, long term, is this a good investment? Long term, am I glad that it, when I'm 75 years old, I mean, uh, we're, if we're negotiating severance with somebody that we've let go here, right? And a few dollars makes it better that the pain of someone leaving the building. I'm never going to regret those few dollars on my be- on my deathbed when I'm 78, hmm. right? That's a great. Uh, and, and and I would regret that a relationship was ruined that didn't need to be ruined, right? Wow, long term perspective, good perspective. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 